0: This is Not Your Century. This is Not Your Century, where we celebrate the news and the news media of centuries gone by. I'm King Kaufman. The train gang has struck again. This time it was to get one of their own out of prison. August 12, 1964. Charlie Wilson was serving a 30 year sentence for his role in the Great Train Robbery that was a sensational holdup outside London in 1963. Prison break was pretty spectacular, too. Three men used a ladder to scale a wall of the maximum security prison, Winson Green, near Birmingham. They knocked out a guard, tied him up, took his keys, gave Wilson some civilian clothes, and sprung him from his cell. Then they used a rope ladder to go back over the wall and get away. The police were not surprised that one of the great train robbers made a break for it. They knew from their underworld sources that an escape committee had been formed. But they were surprised that an escape that took so much planning and coordination was pulled off so quickly, Wilson had only been inside for four months. The Great Train Robbery was committed in the early morning hours of August 8, 1963 by a gang of 17 men. It was a Royal Mail train making an overnight trip from Glasgow to London. The first car behind the engine was the HVP Coach, High Value Packages. That's where there were big bags of money from banks in Scotland sending cash to their headquarters in London. And there was a lot of it that night, thanks to the bank holiday that had just happened. The gang knew all that. It was actually two gangs that had partnered up. The guys who came up with the idea of robbing the train were good at robbing, but they didn't know a lot about trains. So they recruited some lads who did, a bunch called the South Coast Raiders. Those boys knew how to rig the trackside signals to throw up a red light and make the engineer stop the train. Then they jumped on board, cracked the engineer on the head, and took over. The gang took most of the money on the HVP coach, but not all of it, because they'd given themselves a 30-minute time limit. They got about 2.5 million pounds, equivalent to about $65 million today. When they left, they told the postal workers not to move for half an hour. That led Scotland Yard to believe that their hideout was within 30 miles of the robbery. That's where they focused their search. The coppers were right. The hideout was a place called Leatherslade Farm. It took the police five days to find it. The robbers had cleared out by then, but they'd left some evidence behind, including a palm print on a Monopoly game they'd played. Using money from the robbery. Cheeky. Most of the robbers were caught and tried, and they got long sentences. Charlie Wilson got 30 years for being the treasurer. England had no parole system. You just served your whole sentence. The robbers did go through an appeals process that reduced some of their sentences, but Wilson stayed away from it. That puzzled Scotland Yard, until the jailbreak. Now they figured he hadn't wanted to take a chance on winning his appeal and getting transferred to a different cell or a different prison. That would have messed up the planning for his escape. Charlie Wilson was 32 years old when he escaped, a married father of three. He'd been an illegal bookmaker who eventually got together with the gang of thieves that came up with the train robbery. After his escape, he settled down with his family outside Montreal, and he evaded capture for four years until 1968. Once caught, he did another ten years in prison, and he was the last of the great train robbery gang to get out. When he did, he went back to doing what he did best being a criminal. He was living in Spain and involved in drug dealing when a man on a bicycle knocked on his front door and asked his wife if he could deliver a message to Charlie. She said he was around back getting the barbecue ready for a party. The man walked into the backyard and shot Charlie Wilson in the head. Charlie was 58. Most of the stolen money from the Great Train Robbery was never recovered. The train engineer who got hit on the head, he suffered headaches for the rest of his life. He died of leukemia in 1970. His name was Jack Mills. Only one member of the Great Train Robbery gang is known to be alive today. His name is Bob Welch, and he's 89 years old. This has been Not Your Century, a production of the San Francisco Chronicle. Audrey Cooper, Editor-in-Chief. Get great journalism today at sfchronicle.com. I'm King Kaufman. Talk to me on Twitter at King underscore Kaufman. We now return you to your century.